Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Uh. Check it out now. Uh. No doubt now. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Monday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It is Kelly Bidlin. And for Mondays and guessing lines, it is my Mishbucha, Chrissy Andrews. Gentlemen. We'll start with you, Chrissy. How was your weekend? First of all, who are you with the conventional shirt? <laughs> what is that? This is rodeo week. Oh. And I have, well, certainly when Mr. Gone's around, I have my rodeo vest and my cowboy hat that I wear. And I didn't think it would look good with a, uh, you know. A logo. Uh, Northern Arizona. Uh, it'd probably look good with Northern Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> Other ones, you know, probably wouldn't look so good. Cowboy hat to come, perhaps? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. see. Kelly, you good? All good with you, man? Kelly. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I was telling you a little bit before the show that uh, there was the the apartment two doors down from me caught on fire yesterday. Oh, boy. And I, I literally had to be kicked out of my house while watching football. Where oh. It was like the fireman was like, yeah, time to go. I'm like, okay. And you're like, but wait a minute. The Browns are playing the Bucks. I can't. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, eh, it's two doors down. It's fine. They're here. It's under control. And I see everybody kind of leaving the apartment building. Like, fire, fireman comes to my door. He's like, you got to get out of here. I'm like, okay. Well, glad you Sorry made it. it. Glad you made it to the show. Chrissy, yeah. how was the weekend for you? Good for the books? You know, Thursday was bad. Friday and Saturday, good. Uh, yesterday was barely above water. You know, I was talking to Michael last night. You know, I said, you know, it seems like, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time. He's been doing it even longer. This is never a great weekend for the sports books. And we actually did okay, but usually it's not very good. I don't know why. It just kind of falls that way. You mean just collectively, college and pro and everything? Yeah, and the college we did really well, which is, you know, usually kind of. Not not the case. You know, this time of year, you know, especially last game of the year, a lot of teams don't show up, and it seems like a lot of guys know who's not going to show up. Um, but this year we did well, and the colleges didn't, didn't do very good in the pros. All right. Well, 
doesn't give us an opportunity to uh, run the uh, the Chrissy Andrews dance video that we'd like to uh, know. bring out. <laughs> you have that? Uh, we do have that. We yeah. do have that available. So show, uh, this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Chrissy. Was that? Oh, can we get the video on that? This is Chrissy Andrews. When they when the book has a good week. No, we don't have it. Okay, never mind. Still uh, working on that it. That joke didn't yeah. work out so good. Yeah, sorry, man. No, that's okay. Uh, all right, so for those of you who uh, who jumped on this show here or jumped on for the first time, Guessing Lines is a tribute to the old Stardust show of the same ilk. I don't know the lines. I stay in a cocoon. I guess what I think they'll be. I have no clue. Chrissy will tell us what he will post up on the South Point board right when this show ends. Doesn't have lines available for betting until the end of the show, which we're always sort of uh, honored by, humbled and honored by. Um, and that, in within that process, the option, or the, uh, the object, I should say, is to try to extract some value. That has worked out well most of this season and really has come down to, it's been a strange year because now it's like certain teams I just keep over and undervaluing, and the market tends to do the same, I believe. We'll get into it. Let's start with uh, the big intro for Guessing Lines, everybody. Week number 13. Wow. Is that possible? Week 13? It always goes by fast every year. The, re- the return of Deshaun Watson. We'll get into that as well. Yeah, we got that. Thursday night, though, Bills at Patriots. Okay, so not much to talk about here because we already talked about them on Friday. They both played on Thanksgiving. The Bills squeak by the Lions. And I do mean squeak by with that final drive with only 23 seconds left on the clock. Josh Allen finished 24-42 for 253 in that game. 10 carries for 78 yards and a touch. And then New England lost the nightcap to Minnesota, you'll recall, on Thursday by a touchdown. So they didn't cover Mac Jones, 28 for 39 for 382. And Ramondre Stevenson, 7 for 36 on the ground, 9 catches for 76. New England probably impressed as much as anybody on Thanksgiving because they really kept up with the Vikings. So it's Buffalo at New England. I put it in no man's land on the Buffalo side at minus 5.5. Well, you're pretty much dead on. It's mostly 5.5. I see a couple of fives uh, lingering out there. You know, my numbers come to 3.5. you know, I'm not crazy about the way Buffalo's playing right now. And I think New England showed some signs of life. I think, you know, they're at home. I, they're one of the few teams I give them a pretty decent home field advantage. And I was going through my numbers this morning just to see was I really off. But they, they definitely play better at home. There's one of those teams. Um, I don't know if the fact that they have a young quarterback or whatever. Uh, you know, I'm going to open five. I do see fives out there, five and five and a half. I'm going to use five just to be on a little bit on the lower end. I think, you know, listen – Belichick at home is a dog. Uh, you know, that, that, he's going to be a live dog here. I could I definitely see this team covering. It's an interesting division now. Three of the four teams the playoffs were to begin right now would make the postseason. This just in. Playoffs don't start right now. But New England would be the team that would be out. But they're, they're only two games out of first place. Buffalo and Miami uh, at 8-3. and three, The Jets at 7-4. and four, And the Patriots at 6-5 and five in the AFC East. Uh, let's go to Sunday. Sunday, first game in the early window. Steelers at Falcons. Steelers. Sight unseen. Sight unseen on Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was off this week, right? No, not even sight unseen. They play tonight? Yeah, Pittsburgh, tonight. Yeah, Pittsburgh play plays tonight against the Colts. That's right. Uh, so Pittsburgh sight unseen. They're 3-7 and seven going into tonight's game against the Colts. At the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons drop to 5-7. and seven. They lose to Washington yesterday. Atlanta's fifth loss this season by six points or fewer. Think about that. Five losses by six points or fewer. Fourth and less than a yard at their own 47 with 29 seconds left in the half in a 10-10 game. The Falcons went for it and failed. There was sort of this stalemate thing where neither team wanted to call a timeout. They get it to 29 seconds, and the Falcons figured, well, let's go for it now. 
because even if we miss, Washington will have a, a short clock here. They went for it. They failed. Patterson got stuffed, Cordero Patterson. Next play, Heineke was picked by Michael Walker. And three plays later, Young Hey Koo missed a 58-yarder. We went to halftime. So mayhem before the half, and it remained 10-10. to Let's cut to the chase here. Well, not quite to the chase. Fourth and one for Washington. 10-10 game at the Atlanta 40 with 7-18 left in the third quarter. Brian Robinson Jr. for three, five plays later. Heineke to John Bates, 16-yard touchdown pass. That's what gave Washington their 16-10 lead. Joey Sly missed the PAT. A lot of missed PATs around the league yesterday. And then the final sequence, and this is what this game will be remembered for. Mariota and the Falcons matriculate the ball down the field. First and goal at the Washington 2 with 1-10 left and all of the Falcons' timeouts still in pocket. Down 16-10. to First down, two-yard loss, followed by a Mariota pass on second down, tipped by Duran Payne at the line, picked by Kendall Fuller in the end zone with 58 seconds left. The Falcons do have all three of their timeouts, as we mentioned, so they do uh, induce a three and out on Washington. But on fourth and two for Washington, punt formation, Tress Way with the Oscar-winning performance, run into by Ade Ogundeji, Washington wins. 16 to 10, Mariota 16 of 25, pardon me, 15 of 25 for 174, one touchdown, one pick. He was sacked once, six carries for 49 yards. So Atlanta loses. They're hosting Pittsburgh. Again, Pittsburgh sight unseen. I put it at four as a placeholder. I, Atlanta's, oh, I'm way off. Atlanta's only a half game out of the lead of the NFC South, which every team is below 500 in. Yeah. I can't wait for the, uh, Carolina at San Francisco wild card round weekend game. <laughs> That'll be fun. I have Atlanta minus four. You're way high. Way high. Way high. Really? Uh, it's one and a half and two. Um, I was going to use one and a half. My numbers came to one Atlanta. Uh, of course, Steelers sight unseen tonight. We'll see how they play. No. You know, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing What? Uh, he better get, he better get with it. <laughs> yeah, he better get with it. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I've, you know, my numbers came to pretty much where it is right now. Like I said, it's one and a half and two. My numbers came to one. I fill out your bingo, bingo card. Nothing to dicker with that. So I'm going to use one and a half. It's interesting because Atlanta's, like I said, five losses this year by six points or fewer. Yeah. No, they played a lot of close games for sure. Could have, should have won yesterday. Easily. Easily, yeah. Your boy, Taylor Heineke. Just keeps getting it yeah. done. Should we do one more here, Kelly? Let's try one more. Yeah, I guess. This might be a guessing Lions record. Yeah. Uh, Packers and Bears. I could go through this. Wow. Pack- I could go through this Packers-Eagles game. Like, a lot of stuff happened in this game, and I do have it all. But it feels like an empty, an empty exercise. The Packers have won. Excuse me. The Packers have lost now seven of eight. And they're playing the Eagles last night. They lose to the Eagles by a touchdown in the end, 40-33. to 33. And Washington had given – Everybody, the sort of blueprint on how to play the Philadelphia Eagles, run the football, keep that Eagles offense off the field. Indianapolis tried doing it last week as well. So the Packers come out and they only run the ball 21 times all night. Rodgers, 11 of 16 for 140, two touchdowns, two picks. He was sacked three times, had to leave the game. Too much pain. He said, quote, the pain was tough. I couldn't really breathe or rotate my upper body. So it wasn't just the fact that he had that thumb injury, but then it was reported as oblique. Then he was worried that he had a punctured lung. He'll go on, he'll undergo tests today to figure out the extent of his uh, pain. But uh, Rodgers kind of doing to Jordan Love what Brett Favre did to him, which is Rodgers said he planned to start Sunday if healthy. 
And he's already talking about how, yeah, if we're mathematically alive, I'm paraphrasing now, I'm playing. Yeah. By the way, betters could have cashed the over in the first 30 minutes last night. Jordan Love came in the game, finished 6 of 9 for 113 in garbage time. Looked pretty good. One touchdown, which was mostly yak from Christian Watson. Um, but the, the Eagles get it done, 40 to 33. We'll get into more of it when we get to the Eagles. But really, the Packers trailed 13 to nothing real quick. They got all the way back to 14 to 13, and then it was just an Eagles run fest. The Eagles ran for 353 yards, was it, against them yesterday? Uh, something like that, yeah. Three, it was an insane oh, number. So it's either 353 or 363. But it was just an unbelievable uh, destruction by the Philadelphia Eagles offense. So the, the final score was sort of cosmetically close. Anyway, on this one, I will say... 363. Yep. 363. I'll say Green Bay minus three, but we don't know if it's Rodgers and we don't know if it's Field. So it's a tough line to make. Yeah, I mean, this. I, I really felt this was an impossible line to make. I mean, I, I added in my power ratings. I came to Green Bay two and a half, assuming both quarterbacks are playing. Uh, right now, I see it two everywhere, Green Bay two. So my numbers weren't far off, but... You know, at this point in time, I'm not sure you could put this game up. You got big question marks on both sides. Trevor Simeon, that is going to be. Well, we'll get into that after the break. Yeah, I mean, and then is it Jordan Love? I mean, so I don't know. Right now, probably not going to put this up right now. The shenanigans, what happened before that Bears game yesterday. Guessing lines coming back. Numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Skill Alexander, Chrissy Andrews, Kelly Bidlin, uh, all here guessing lines for week 13. Man, National Football League. Um, nobody lost in Survivor yesterday. Nobody. So 71 remain from 6,133. Good on those 71. 
I want to I want to thank uh, Randy Ibrahim. He was one of the three who lost on New England on Thursday. He sent a nice uh, he sent a nice gift because gave him a shout out the other day. He's KOTB. Yeah, he was the guy who had the Bills and the Cowboys available on Thanksgiving and still went with the Patriots. We just wanted to shout him out for just playing it to the hilt, yeah. playing it correctly. Even though it didn't work out, for yeah, we him. liked that last week. It was awesome. Him tweeting in and yeah. us discussing it more. We 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 love. You might not love sharing them all the time, but if you've got if you're in any of these contests, you want to share share it with us. Let us know. It might it might be something we want to talk about on air. So super shout out to you, Randy. Appreciate you. Very nice uh, note that he wrote uh, and gift. Thank you so much. Uh, back to what we were saying before the uh, before the break. And I was saying to Kelly, Kelly, we were talking a little bit about, about this after the break. So I, you know, I have blow by blows on on the games that were dramatic anyway. And so Green Bay, I had him, and I'm just like, there's no real point in going through it because Philadelphia kind of blew them out. Even though, and now we say that, and you're like, no, they didn't. It was only seven. It landed on that number. I yeah, didn't I that. gave seven and a half closed at six. Yeah. So don't tell me it didn't matter. It did. Yeah. <laughs> it did. Um, but you can't make a line for it because you don't know if it's Aaron Rodgers. We shouldn't assume it. We'll see what his tests uh, give back today. And then with the Bears, we don't know if it's going to be Justin Fields. And the shenanigans with the Bears yesterday, and we'll get into that a little bit, but Justin Fields was ruled out 90 minutes before kickoff. So all week we were like, well, day-to-day, oh, it's going to be a game-time decision with Justin Fields and the Bears uh, in their game against the Jets yesterday. So he's ruled out 90 minutes before kickoff. So Trevor Simeon was in. Except for the fact that then we found out that Simeon got hurt supposedly in warm-ups, had an oblique injury shortly after that. And so 49 minutes before kickoff, mm-hmm. let's be exact, it was widely reported that Nathan Peterman, was yep. ele- who was elevated from the practice squad, would be the starting quarterback. Until about 15 to 20 minutes after that, right before the game starts, when the, pair, when the Bears PR said, nope, it's Simeon. Now I ask you, this stuff is hard enough. How, how, what's this latest trend of, we're not going to tell you who the quarterback is, oh, maybe it's this guy. No, nah, it's going to be this guy after all. Well, I think it was more than that because it was an injury, you know, that they said he had. Then all of a sudden, he I, I guess he didn't have, you know. I mean, and I think, How's he getting hurt in practice? Uh, okay, well, we can address that first. I, yeah. think, I think the, the wow, that was a quick turnaround, right? I think that's the, well, he got a shot of the good stuff and all, and all of a sudden was feeling uh, feeling a bit better and uh, decided to play. But, yeah, Gil, you and I were texting about it. <laughs> if you're a quarterback, yeah. especially a quarterback, how do you get hurt in practice? I'm guessing you, I would guess your pregame routine is some stretching and throwing. You're not like, you're not, why are you running? You wouldn't be doing anything else. In the end, he went 14 to 25. Simeon did for 179, one touchdown, one pick. He was sacked twice, only 14 first downs for the Bears in their loss to the Jets. And the Bears have lost five straight, eight of nine since their two and one start. Yeah, 30.3 for his QBR, which is pretty abysmal. Pretty abysmal. We'll get to Michael White and the Jets when we oh, get yeah. to the Jets. What's next on Sunday morning? Jets at uh, – no, I'm sorry. I'm jumping at Jaguars at Lions. All right, so we will talk about the Jaguars game. Jags were 0-175 in franchise history when trailing by seven or more in the final minutes of regulation. Yeah, they're 1-175 now. <laughs> Fourth and inches at the 50. Fourth and inches at midfield. 6.06 left in the first quarter. Baltimore's up 3 to nothing. Lawrence sneaks. He was stuffed. <laughs> So that was a portent of things to come early. Key play, down 12 to 10. We'll get to the end of the uh, third quarter. Jacksonville's down 12 to 10, 39 at their own 28. Late third quarter, 28 seconds left. Lawrence sacked by Tyus Bowser. He fumbles. Marcus Peters recovers seven plays later. Edwards from the one. 
19 to 10 Baltimore, and you're thinking to yourself, well, that was the key play of the game. Trevor Lawrence getting sacked and fumbling again. Same old Jaguars. Nope. Jaguars, 75-yard touchdown drive, followed that. And then a Gus Edwards fumble on the first play of scrimmage and the ensuing drive led to a Riley Patterson 29-yard field goal. It's actually a three and out for Jacksonville. 20 to 19 Jacksonville just like that with 419 left in the game. Second play ensuing drive for Baltimore. Lamar to Deshaun Jackson for 62, putting the Ravens, putting the Ravens already in game-winning field goal range. So Jacksonville Jaguars betters are loving this at this point, right? Because they're like, oh, this is awesome. We're catching three and a half, and a field goal here for Baltimore will still get us the cover. So Baltimore should just sort of lollygag this the rest of the way. But four plays later, Lamar hits Josh Oliver with a 12-yard touchdown pass, and I guess it's tough to say that Josh Oliver should have laid down because mm. you're losing, and I get it. It's Justin Tucker, and he's going to hit a chip shot field goal, but he goes into the end zone, bottom line, and they get the two-point conversion. So instead of the Jaguars betters being happy that that, that 62-yard play had happened to Deshaun, now you're like, wait a minute, we're losing by seven now. 27 to 20, 202 left. Jags only have one timeout left. If Oliver falls down, Baltimore probably wins in regulation with a chip shot field goal, but I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. This game was nutty at the end. It was. Jags can, so the final drive of regulation, the Jags convert a fourth and five at their own 30 with 125 left and no timeouts left. Lawrence to Marvin Jones Jr. for 10 yards. Five plays later on a third and six at the Baltimore 39 with 36 seconds left. Lawrence to Zay Jones for 29 down to the 10. Clock moves, though. No spike. Jacksonville's like, we're just going to play it. 18 seconds left with the clock running. Lawrence to Jones at the right sideline in the end zone. Ruled a touchdown on the field. Can't be overturned. Just enough of Jones's leg above the ankle hit inbounds before the rest of him went out of bounds. 27-26. 14 seconds left. So you figure, all right, extra point. They'll kick it. We'll go to overtime. Not Doug Peterson. He wants to go for two. Lawrence in shotgun. Harbaugh calls timeout. They come back. Lawrence back in shotgun for the two-point conversion. Lawrence to Zay Jones for two. Way too easy. 28-27 Jacksonville. That turns out to be all that need, all they needed. Baltimore could do nothing at the end there. Plinko. It's all Plinko. Well, wait, there's more. Jag squib. What are you doing on the ensuing kickoff? You're squib kicking down what you're squib kicking up one point. And they have Justin Tucker. I was going to say, it's Justin Tucker. So Jackson hits Josh Oliver for 12 out of bounds with two seconds left. So they roll out Tucker for a 67-yard field goal attempt to try to win the game and break his all-time record that he set last year of 66 yards. But this ain't hermetically sealed Detroit. Online, but well short. Jags win. Lawrence, 29 of 37 for 321. Three touchdowns, no picks. Sacked four times, lost to fumble. Zay Jones, 11 for 145 in the game-winning two-point conversion. Jacksonville outgained 415 to 332. They're playing Detroit, who played on Thanksgiving. You may remember Detroit lost to Buffalo, but they did cover. They were the right side. It appeared in that game against Buffalo, but couldn't get it done. Goff was 23 of 37 for 240 in that game. I will say Detroit by one and a half. Split the difference between a pick'em and a three. Um, you're pretty much dead on. I see it anywhere from one to two. I'm going to open one and a half. That was one of those deals where my power ratings come to pick'em. Um, but I always say power rating is just a place to start. I, I like the one and a half better. I think yeah, Detroit has played well at home. 
Uh, you know, Goff, not that bad. You know, he's okay. And uh, Jacksonville, I really like Peterson, but I'm going to kind of paraphrase Linda Cohn. Uh, Lawrence hasn't come up big in big spots. He did, definitely came up yesterday. He but did. is one game going to convince yep. me? Not quite yet. So uh, I am going to open one and a half. I think that's a better number than what my power ratings come to at pick. Let's squeeze in one more, Kelly. Jets at Vikings. Well, that's a good football game right there. Yeah. Seven and four Jets, nine and two Vikings. <clears throat> Jets, as we mentioned, beat the Bears. Jets have held six of their last seven opponents to 17 points or fewer. How about that? Jets were down 10-7. to They set up for a Zerline 36-yard field goal in the rain yesterday. Bad hold in the wet weather. Braden Mann uh, with an illegal forward pass or incomplete pass anyway. And you figure, okay, well, 16 people in Survivor who picked the Jets. That was amazing to me. This is going to be bad news for them. But a three and out for the Bears led to a Jets go-ahead touchdown drive, and the Jets never looked back. Mike White, 22 of 28 for 315. Three touchdowns, no picks, one sack. He had 235 passing yards in the first half. He's the fifth player in NFL history to have multiple games with 300 yards passing and three touchdown passes in his first four career starts. The others, Mahomes, Kurt Warner, the great Mark Rippon, and Austin Davis. Could have given you 100 guesses. You wouldn't have gotten Austin Davis on that. Uh, Garrett Wilson, five for 95, two touchdowns. They outgained Chicago 466 to 292. That's a season high 466 for the Jets in victory. And then Minnesota played Thursday. Remember, Cousins, 30 of 37 for 299 in that win against the Patriots. I will say the Vikings by six. I don't quite like your number better, but it's close. It's three everywhere. My Whoa. numbers come to four. Whoa, Kelly's smiling and nodding. Uh, what do you think I bet already, Gil? Yeah. <laughs> what did you have? Is yeah. around my number? That's three? Yeah, again, right around kind of the same number. Uh, well, like I said, I had it four, but I'm looking. Micah White, he had the uh, highest QBR yesterday. Yeah, I'm looking. 91.7. Let's, let's come back and talk about this because Chris Sims defending Zach Wilson last night. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Guessing lines on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal is on now. Sign up today to become a VSIN Pro subscriber and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. The VEASAN Store, great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, it's a limited time Cyber Monday offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Gil Alexander, Chrissy Andrews, Kelly Bidlin. Kelly, do we know uh, what's going on with bets giving? Do we have any idea? We're in fourth place. Are we really? Yeah, we are. <laughs> We're in fourth. These are based off of uh, $100 theoretical bets. We're up $6. <laughs> And we're in fourth. <laughs> we're in fourth. Treading water. That's all we need to do. Oh, well, we man. go one and three over the weekend, right? With college <laughs> and, we're and NFL. In, and we're in fourth? Let's go. Hey. Let's go, baby. When you think a numbers game, you think soccer betting. And we delivered you a three-to-one dog on Friday at Bestgiving. Don't sell it short. Plus 320. That's right. Plus 320. All right. Bestgiving's still alive. It comes down to what tonight between the Colts and the uh, Steelers? We got to bet a side and a prop. So imagine everybody's going to be chasing. There's going to be a lot lot of long shot props. Long shot props. Yeah. See how we play it. Have we missed the deadline? Are we okay with the deadline? No, no. We got till kickoff. Got till kickoff. Okay. Colts, two and a half point favorites against Steelers tonight. Any plays on this, Kelly? Anything? I got nothing. I got nothing either. This this would be one to me that'd be under or past, but I'm not looking to fire on under 39. This is the to me this is the quintessential. If this were in the middle of an early Sunday window, would you play this game? No. That should be our pro betting. Game I mean, hour. that this might be the perfect example of that, That's right? I mean. We mention that all the time as a as as either a pro tip or just a natural conversation. Yeah. But this this game tonight might be the best example of that ever. That's real sad. Yo, I don't even know how much I'm going to watch in it tonight. Wow. Yeah, uh, there, there, it, if there are good NBA, good NBA action going Interesting. on, it will get it will get replaced on a TV. I'll watch every play. What do you expect from your Steelers? I wouldn't bet them. I can tell you that. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> All right. Um, back to what we were saying here before the break, um, and we we're talking about just to refresh uh, the Jets and the Vikings. Chris Sims had something interesting to say on the NBC broadcast last night. I can't remember if it was the pregame show or if it was, or it was halftime or whatever. But he was saying back to the Jets and, and Mike White. First of all, could you tell your Mike White story? Because I keep saying Mike White. <laughs> Michael, never okay, let me tell anybody who hasn't heard. So this was many, many years ago. My Uncle Jackie was involved. With, I, I'm pretty sure it was a poker game. And the cops come in and they, they break it up. And nobody's going to jail. Nobody's going in handcuffs or anything like that. But they ask everybody, all right, do you have any ID? You know, no, I left that at home. Everybody left that at home. Uh, all right, what's your name? You know, John Smith, Bob Jones. They get to one guy, <laughs> an Italian guy, like not Italian-American, an Italian-Italian. All right, what's your name? Uh, Micah White. And, <laughs> Micah and my White. Uncle Jack said, 
They're all just hiding their head. <laughs> He's definitely not a Micah White. That I can tell you. I don't know what his real so, name was. So, we, so Chris told this story. I've never heard this story uh, before. Chris it's amazing. Told, Chris probably told this story. I mean, I guess it was last, last year. Last year, I guess, yeah. when he played. Yeah. So like every time Mike White plays now, that's all we think. Mike, go white. Uh, <laughs> that's all I'm going to remember now whenever I hear his name. That's, oh, my God. It's amazing. So anyway, Chris Sims on the NBC broadcast last night, he goes, uh, he didn't say Mike, go white. He did, yeah. He loses all his impact. Bob Jones, I, but Mike I, Smith. <laughs> Mike White. <laughs> so Sims is saying he's like he thinks the Jets did Zach did Zach Wilson a disservice by setting up Mike White perfectly because Mike White got to play the Bears defense and so he got to shine and they did themselves a disservice because now there's no possible way they can ever go back to Zach Wilson. I thought that was a really interesting I don't know if I agree with it. But I thought it was a pretty interesting contrarian take on the whole thing. Uh, we, well, wow. Okay. I didn't hear that from him yeah. last night. So I feel like that's the bizarro thinking that I've had where, okay, Zach Wilson's going to get lucky that this situation is going to work itself out over the next couple weeks for him when they have to play the Vikings and the Bills, I believe. I'm like, Mike, Mike, Mike White might get the, the start. He's going to get the start this week and maybe next week against the Bills. But if you get blown out in those two yeah. games, they're going right back to Zach Wilson. That, yeah, we'll see. Zach Wilson did this to himself. He did. I mean, totally. with his horrible totally. play and then his comments after the, that last game. The comments killed him. You know, yeah, that, you know, you, listen, the quarterback takes responsibility, whether it's his fault or not. Yep. That's mm-hmm. just where it falls. And if he doesn't have the maturity to do that, then they force Salah to make a move. And, and he did. And, and the kid played. Listen. Whether it's Bears defense or whatever, I mean, the kid really played well yesterday. These are these are the spots that they, you don't you don't hear about so much in the public. I think it might happen way more behind the scenes. But this is a it's a tough spot to be in if you're Robert Saul, right? Because you've got I mean, you saw how the team reacted after that win yesterday. You could tell they love oh, Mike, yeah. Mike White, right? They yeah. love having him in there, and he was ha- killing it, right? And he was killing it, right? Yeah. But like, how, I mean, how do you the, if, as the front office you have to balance? This was the second overall pick from two years ago. Are we gonna? Are we just gonna move on from him? Number two picks at quarterback have not done well. I mean, I'm the first guy to say, "Hey, if you know you got trash, muck it away and move on." But I don't know that they necessarily know that yet. I feel compelled to ask, what did the cops say when that Italian guy went, "Mike, go why?" <laughs> well, <laughs> I never got that part of the story, but Jack said, "Cops are like, sure you are." His friends are like, just I feel like this face. is the part of the story where everybody just starts laughing because we all know what's going on at this point. So great. All right, what's next? All right, next up, we've got Commanders at Giants. All right, Commanders, which we talked about with the Falcons, that, that, that final sequence, Deron Payne tipping the ball up in the air, Kendall Fuller picking it off with 58 seconds left, and then the the running into the kicker to seal the deal for Washington. Washington is now 7-5, and five, and if the playoffs were to start right at this moment, they don't. But if they were, the Commanders are in, baby. At 7-5, and five, the entire NFC East would be in. This is a huge game for playoff implications. Uh, Washington at the Giants. Remember, the Giants played on Thanksgiving, too. They lost to the Cowboys but got that backdoor cover after Brett Maher missed that 46-yarder. Don't Kelly and I know yeah. it on that one. Thanks, so, Brett. So it's Washington at the Giants. Now, here's the thing. Washington has won 6-7 of seven since their 1-4 start. Heineke yesterday, 14-23 of 23 for 138 Robinson uh, Jr., Brian Robinson Jr. on the ground, 18 for 105. 
And remember the Giants on uh, Thanksgiving, Barkley was held to 11 of 39 in that game. 11 carries for 39 yards. Um, Giants were plus two in turnovers and lost that game to the Cowboys. So this is Washington at the Giants. So here's one of these where I'm like, by the way, Brian Robinson, the big news after this game is this. Brian Robinson said his friend has a big hat company. If you want a big hat, let him know. Kelly, look at that. We've got to get you one of those. At least four or five people sent me this yesterday. I know. I know. I mean, it's it's uh, it's one <laughs> of the so worst crazy. things I've ever seen in it's my life. Horrific. But I will absolutely wear it on it. Totally. It looks like dark helmet on uh, Spaceballs. <laughs> Yeah, that's ball. exactly what it is, Chris. Yeah, good call. That's exactly what it is. Sweet space balls. I just, I don't, God bless yeah, who has space balls on their bingo card? I want to see that. Yeah, for real. God bless America, though, because I don't. That's one of those things where that company not only exists, oh yeah, just got big time national attention. And I would never, if some, if your friend came to you and pitched you that company idea, you'd be like, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Not Brian Robinson Jr. He's like, sweet. Let me know. I'll hook you up. <laughs> uh, so I am hoping. That the Giants are favored, so I can pound Washington. I'll say a pick 'em. Well, you you lost your hope. Oh. You know, I was doing my numbers last night, and I'm going through it, and my numbers come to Washington too. Boy, can that be right? Washington, the favorite at New York, and I went back through. And I said, Yeah, that's what it comes to. Meanwhile, I'm looking this morning. Uh, there are some other numbers that open, but it's pretty much one and a half everywhere. Washington, the favorite, and I'm I'm going to open one and a half myself. Like I said, that half point is nothing to dicker with. Uh, but I, I was surprised, really. But you know, then I, as I'm going through again, I mean, that that's the number. You know, one and a half, two. They deserve to be a very slight favorite in New York. Parlay texted me yesterday. Jeff Parles, uh, may he rest in peace, producer number five and eight. <laughs> He's okay, by the way. I'm just talking about producer RIP. Um, he was saying how, how six and seven spots in the NFC in the playoffs are going to be a fiasco. And I said, no, 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 no. I said, the NFC South winner is a fiasco. But actually, right now, uh, like Washington is, to me, Washington is a team you don't want to play in the playoffs. I agree, yeah. Because they're just, they're a poor man's Niners. They're just good enough in a lot of spots where you're like, oh, this could, this. and Taylor Heineke's been there before. That's the funny part about yeah, all right. this. Like yeah. he's played a playoff game, the right. pylon. And touchdown. not bad. No, he didn't play bad at all. And so it's a it's a funny, and they're getting Chase Young back one of these weeks, whenever he decides yeah. to show up. Um, so I don't know. I don't know about the bottom of the. Now it will be funny if, like I said, I was joking earlier. Carolina versus San Francisco at San Francisco, week one of the playoffs, which, by the way, is not an impossibility. Not at all. With that division, game and a half from top to bottom in the NFC South. But um, somebody funny is going to. I don't actually don't think. I I don't think somebody's funny going to get in there. I think we, as I said yet last week, I think we know the fourteen teams. I really do, and I think in the NFC, it's going to be Washington, and it's not going to be the Giants. But here's the thing. Washington gets the Giants here at New York. Then Washington gets a bye. Then they get the Giants at home. So this We've is a, seen that happen a couple of times, not often. I don't know. Back-to-back back with a bye in between? Yeah, I, I think it didn't Baltimore. Didn't that happen to Baltimore a Maybe, couple years ago? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I, I feel like actually like what once a year, maybe maybe less than that. There's a team that has the situation. If Washington wins this game, though, it gives them such an advantage sure. with the rest of you know, and then the and then the second game. And at that point, they will be ahead of the Giants in the standings if that happens. We'll come back more guessing lines, numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. 
We get tweets at beating the book. Apologize for not uh, reading some earlier here. This is from a Johnny Millionaire. Great stat for guessing lines this morning with Chrissy. Yeah. Said in their last two losses to Washington and Miami, the Texans, who we have not gotten to yet, have been outscored in the first half fifty to nothing and outgained five thirty three to thirty seven. Whoa! Opponents have a thirty three to four advantage in first downs. Texans one for twelve on third down. It is really true. We're going to get to the stats also, but those those really put them in great context there. How just awful Houston is. It's like Lovey Smith has it's just checked out. Yeah, no prep for these games. They come out looking horrible. Okay, can I tell you one thing though? They mm-hmm. almost covered yesterday, and they almost covered. And that, and that goes back to my theory. You, this is the NFL. College yeah. they'd have lost by a million. In in the NFL, you you have a chance to cover a big number. Well, that's that was, just the way yeah. it is. Well, they took out Tua a little, maybe a little too early yesterday. Well, we'll I, I thought that I was wondering about that when it happened, Gil. Yeah, and then yeah, and Chris, yeah, they right. had a I mean, scoop and score in the first half, and you know, I mean, that's I'm such just a big telling difference. You the nature of the game in the NFL—you could cover those big numbers and never have a prayer yeah. to win the game. Yeah. It's very true. Bruce Dobig and Bad Beat Hall of Fame. We'll get into this game in a moment. Evan McPherson's field goal in the last minute pushes the Bengals past their over versus the Titans. Not so fast. The roughing, the uh, snapper oh. against the Titans. <laughs> Bengals take the penalty, drop the field goal, and kneel it out. Oi, he says at the end. Very, that is very much an oi. Trevor Warwick, the NFL needs to hurry up and have a Ravens game in Mexico. I want to see 70-yard field goal attempts by Tucker. That 67-yard attempt was good in Denver. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. 64, that was good. That, I, 67, it wasn't. I, it wasn't as close as they were making it out so? to be. They were like, oh, it could have been from 66. I was like, I wouldn't uh, say 66, but maybe 64. Yeah. I, yeah, when I first, I mean, kick went up. And I'm like, he, it, it's like, good. He's it's, making it's it. Tucker. He's it's making good, it. Right? Yeah. And then where I saw where it landed, I was like, he wasn't even close. But you're right. they were all reacting like he just missed yeah, it. I'm he, like, he dude, didn't just it, was, it. it didn't even look close. That's why I said when we're going through the game, this ain't hermetically sealed Detroit where he hit the 66-yarder. Yeah. Scott, New York Mess 16. Mishpucha, Ilk, Cocoon, sight unseen, Dicker waiting on more than just a producer for the bingo progressive jackpot. <laughs> and numbers game <laughs> analytics makes this game easy. Thank you, uh, Scott, New York Mess 16. Uh, Lightus MX, he says... Uh, or MX Square Better says, I was at the Panthers game yesterday, and the Broncos head coach Hackett should have been fired on the spot. They made the Panthers seem like a winning team. They should have uh, scored no points yesterday. We'll get to that. Phil Weiss, uh, when I said the great Mark Rippon, he said the great who? LOL. Um, Bill Hooker, why is Chris Sims even on that show? Nothing personal, but I don't get it. And on and on, we'll get some more tweets coming up. Let's get to a couple more games. What do you got, Kelly? Next up. We've got Titans at Eagles. So the Titans are one in four now against teams with winning records. Keep that in mind where all the Mike Vrabel love, and I love Mike Vrabel, but one in four versus teams with winning records. So they're the ultimate bully. They've held eight straight opponents to 20 points or fewer, including yesterday, but it wasn't enough yesterday. They played without center Ben Jones, the Titans did. Randy Bullock didn't play. They had undrafted rookie Caleb Shudak. Uh, he went three of four on field goals, missed a 35-yarder to the right in the game. First and 10 at their own 25, 3 to 3 game, 11.30 left in the second quarter. Tannehill to Derrick Henry. Yak, 69 yards, hit by Cam Taylor. Brady fumbles just before he gets to the goal line. Traylon Burks, hustling, recovers in the end zone, 10 to 3 Titans. And that was the high point for the Titans yesterday. Fourth and five at the Cincy 20 with 6.11 left, down 20 to 13. Vrabel ops for a Shudak 38 yard field goal to make it 20 to 16. Goes from a one-score game to a one-score game. D- 
did you have any Vrabel uh, criticism at that moment? Were you like, hey, maybe not there? Yeah, I was thinking it. Yeah. Tennessee never saw the ball again. Mm. Game ended as the, as the, uh, as we just heard via tweet, game ends with Cincinnati up 20 to 16. Field goal try for the Bengals with 157 left. McPherson sinks a 31 yarder, sending the game over. But uh, so Tennessee should have the ball with plenty of time to mount a game tying drive, but unnecessary roughness on Kevin Strong trying to truck the center. And it's game over with the automatic first down and with the Titans having no timeouts left. Ball game. Tannehill, 22 of 34 for 291. Bengals held Henry to 17 carries and 38 yards on the ground. Uh, they're at Philly. Philly. As we mentioned, beat the Packers in a game where I could have gone through the play-by-play, but it seems kind of pointless because the Eagles is cosmetic that it was forty to thirty-three. Sorry, Grizzly. Eagles actually rolled them. Hurts at halftime. I mean, this was the Jalen Hurts show. Hurts at halftime, eleven for seventeen for one twenty-eight passing and a touchdown. Ten carries for one twenty-six. First player in league history with more than one hundred twenty-five yards passing and rushing. In a half, the Eagles had 295 total yards in the first half alone. Hertz finishes the game 16 of 28 for 153, two touchdowns, no picks, sack twice, 17 carries for 157, and Miles Sanders ends up 21 for 143 and two touchdowns against the Packers. Hertz and Sanders become the first teammates to run for at least 125 yards apiece since Frank Gore and Colin Kaepernick did it for the Niners back in December of 2014. 500 total yards for the Eagles. 363 rushing, the most rushing yards for an Eagles team since they played Washington in 1948. You remember that game? Jeez. The uh, yeah, my that first was one making where... gig. What's that? This is my first bookmaking gig. <laughs> what did you say, Gail? <laughs> that was one of those, you know, we've been t- saying for a couple weeks the Eagles need to get back to some of these designed runs for Jalen Hurts. So ha- early in the game, I was like, okay, good. This is what you should be doing. Green Bay, not a good run defense anyways right now. This is what you should be doing. But then you look at the end of the game, and you're like, 17 carries? I don't know at this point in the season I want to be having my uh, my quarterback running the ball that much uh, and, you know, possibly risk an injury before the playoffs. I thought about, like I said earlier when we were talking about the Packers, though, I thought it was more the Pack 21 rushing plays for the Packers. Didn't yeah. Washington and Indianapolis show you how you play that team? That was the oddest part of that. You want? To, uh, by the way, my my guess is no man's land. Five and a half in favor uh, of Philly. Yeah, you're you're dead on. My numbers come to six. Again, dicker. I'm not going to dicker with that half point. It actually opened six and even a little higher in a couple spots. But money showed on Tennessee. I could see them as a dog. Uh, I'm going to open five and a half. Like I said, my numbers come to six. It's not worth uh, going overboard there. But that, I I made it six. Did you want to do? Do you want to say your Jalen? Yeah. Can I? Yeah. yeah please. You know. The, Two quarterbacks we just talked about in the last two segments. You know, this is a theory I've kind of thought of in the last couple of weeks with what happened to Zach Wilson. I think these kids, you get these quarterbacks, and there's so many first-round, second-round failures in the NFL because they go to the combine, they look at the numbers and all that talent, et cetera, et cetera, and, of course, it all adds up. But what happens to these kids from the time they're about 12 years old on they're they're the heroes, man. They're you know they're they're dating the prettiest girl. They go to high school. They're the prom king, probably dating the prom queen. Go to college. They're big men on campus. Nothing but accolades the whole way. You know, deservedly so. Now all of a sudden you get to the NFL, and everybody's ha- had that same experience. Mm-hmm. So now you look at Zach Wilson, and I think right now, I mean, he looks you know very likely like he's going to be a failure. He can't stand. You know, the pressure and 
you know, the, everything that's gone with it. Conversely, you look at Jalen Hurts. That kid, he got benched at Alabama. How did he respond? I mean, he responded as well as a human being could possibly do it. Okay, transfers out. He goes to Oklahoma. If my memory is correct, he's there about a week, 10 days. They elect him captain. Yeah. Now, he didn't go to some rummy little school that's never had a program, you know, a, a major program, you know, like a James Madison or, you know, who knows. I, I could throw out a bunch of names. He goes to Oklahoma, a, peren- a perennial national championship contender. They, they elect him captain right away. Now he comes to the pros, and, you know, he was a second-round draft choice. I had my same questions about him as everybody else, the, the accuracy and whatever. And this kid has responded. I, I think he's a terrific player. I think he's a terrific human being. I'm from Pittsburgh. We don't root for Philly stuff very often. But it's hard for me not to root for Jalen Hurts. I think he's an A1 guy. I, and he's a perfect example of what I was just talking about. Eagles, Vikings, Cowboys, and Niners. Which two of those four do you want? Ooh, I, I was going through that this morning. I have the Niners a half point above Philly. And I have, I still have Philly half point above Dallas. You know, I know some people are going to argue with that. So Niners and Philly for you. It's an interesting question with those four. Yeah, teams. I mean, it's right there. Kelly's right there. The, the two teams that Kelly picked are the Vikings and the Vikings. He's picked both of those. <laughs> it's your pro tip of the hour. We talked about it a little, uh, a little earlier on. I do think it's it's good to remind with standalone games in the NFL like tonight's between the Colts and the Steelers. Ask yourself if it's something you'd bet on if it were wedged in between a whole bunch of other games in an early Sunday window. If not, it's a game you should probably stay away from. It's your pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show. So that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. A lot more games to get to. Wait a second. As a bookmaker, let me say, don't listen to those guys. (laughs) (laughs) He vetoes the pro tip. Coming back, week 13, guessing lines on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, however you're taking us in this morning. We appreciate it. It's all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Midland, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. And Chrissy Andrews, ladies and gentlemen, my mishpucha here at the South Point Casino. Uh, Wardrobe change. Well, here's the thing. I was good. I was debating in my head. I was like, should we announce the wardrobe change or should we just act like nothing happened <laughs> <laughs> and just take a shot of him? This is Chris Andrews, everybody, with his yeah. with his hat for the week here in Vegas Rodeo Week. It'll be in my office when Michael gone's around. The hat will be on. I can tell you. Nice <laughs> vest. Also, it's the vest. The vest. Michael bought this for me. Put my name on it. Mm-hmm. So, Rodeo Week. I was telling Kelly he should do it, and then he should just blend in and play poker and act like he's just a mark at the poker table. Uh, it's it's something I've wanted to do for years out here. But, I, yeah, hey, if you want to get the nice Western gear, it's expensive, Gil. Yeah. Oh, and we- I'm going – if I'm doing it, I'm doing it all the way. I need a nice pair of boots. I need a sweet belt buckle. You we, know, we did. Did we do this on on prime time or? I We've discussed it before. How how expensive the cowboy hats yeah. are? Oh yeah. Oh my. Yeah, because Matt was sending me links of like ten thousand dollar hats. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. My this one's about a three hundred dollar hat. Very nice. It's a nice hat. I don't want to He's say that. Off, oh, off Mike looking at the price. No, re- no. Do you, do you want to promote your uh, <laughs> resist promote your book, Cowboy? You want to do that? I have. Can I promote my book? Sure. Well, right? Yeah. Adel Fosmu is my novel that doesn't go with the Cowboy at that one. Uh, is my novel that's out. You can get it on 
Amazon, uh, or if you go to my Twitter, it's the pin tweet. Just click there, click again. And uh, it's doing fairly well. You know, I'm starting to get some decent like reviews it. and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, it makes a great Christmas gift, stocking stuffer. Uh, for the uh, probably guys listening to the show would, would like it, I would think. Adel Fosmu, go to uh, Andrew Sports on Twitter. There's a link there. Easiest way to get to it, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's continue with uh, Sunday morning still. Yeah, still, still in the early window. Two more games to go there. Broncos at Ravens. Oh, boy. Okay. Broncos, seventh loss in eight games. They fall to three and eight. By the way, with the Broncos and the Rams, how in the heck did either of these teams win three games? That's, that's one of the big upsets of this season as you look back. Broncos are just god off. I, I keep, every Sunday, it's every Sunday at this point, Kill. He's got to go. He's got to go. Where I think if you told the Broncos front office that your defense would average X amount of points per game, whatever it is now, 17 or whatever it is, less than that, I think, and you, you were going to bring in Russell Wilson. They would not believe you. Their record is what it is right now. They are stuck with that dude for years. Well, wait. Okay. Well, we do have salary cap issues and all that other yeah. stuff. They're not stuck with Hackett. Let's They're not, not stuck with Hackett. Let's not forget. This is the Walton family. Yeah. They're, they got money. I mean, I don't know if, it, if they have more money than Musk and Bezos, but they're right there as a collective. <laughs> I've heard about their marts. I've heard about them. Yeah. yeah I've heard about uh, them. You've yeah. heard about their I marts. Mean, with the Walmarts. I mean, if there's anybody that could swallow a contract. Now, like I said, the Russell Wilson thing's a little different because of salary cap issues. Chances of Hackett making it through the day? Through the day? I don't. I would have thought he was fired already, so I don't know. I yeah. said the same thing. I was well, like, I thought ask. this yeah. two other times. Yeah. But that's, you know, what Chris brings up is what we've heard – We've heard that, the opposite of that, of with the Raiders, right? Where there's not, there might be some ownership money problems right. going on. And that's, that's right. part of the reason why they haven't made a, a change at head coach. Well, also, you had this dust up on the sidelines yesterday and Hackett staring off into space. Like, you yeah. know, he didn't notice what happened. You know, you're the captain of the ship. You better address this. But that looks to me like a divided locker room because the defense is doing their job. There's no question. That's still an A1 defense. And that's why I don't have them. I, I probably have them too high in my power rankings, but their defense is really good. I said it early, like week three of guessing line, of uh, of the Megapod, where I was like, what if Russell Wilson's dorkiness is so over the top that if they stink, like what's the cliff this team could fall off of? And that has happened. Denver came in yesterday to that game against the Panthers with the worst scoring offense in the league and didn't find the end zone yesterday until a one-yard touchdown pass by Wilson with 324 left in the game. They gave up a fourth and one at the Carolina 38 with 531 left in the in the first quarter on a fake punt. Seven plays later, Darnold to Moore for five yards, and Carolina went up seven to nothing. And the, I won't say the route was on, but pretty much the game as we knew it was on. Wilson in the first half yesterday was nine of 13 for 53 yards and a fumble loss. By the way, he had 10 yards passing inside the last two minutes of the half. 10 yards passing up until that point. He finished the game 19 of 35 for 142. One touchdown, no picks. He was sacked three times. Latavius Murray in for the uh, now uh, cut. Melvin Gordon, 13 carries for 92 yards. Broncos could only muster 14 first downs. They were 4 of 14 on third down. And maybe more incriminating, they held Carolina to 2 of 12 on third down and still got beat 23 to 10. They only had 246 total yards. They were out uh, time of possession, if you will, 37-03 to 22-57. And they're playing Baltimore. We talked about the Baltimore-Jacksonville game. Baltimore's four-game win, uh, four win streak was snapped 
Lamar, 16 of 30, 16 of 32 for 254, one touchdown, no picks. He was sacked once. 14 carries for 89 yards and a fumble loss. They outgained Jacksonville 415 to 332. They were 8 of 14 on third down, but again, Jacksonville with a furious comeback, then the two-point conversion instead of going for the tie to beat them. I'll say Baltimore minus 10. I don't even think Baltimore is that good, but the but Broncos are so bad that it's got to be double digits, right? Well, my numbers come to 9.5. Um, right, there's not. something wrong with, with Baltimore, too. I think I mean, so, I mean we're not going to go yeah, that The defense sucks. Yeah. Uh, but it's 8 everywhere. Eight everywhere, uh, you know. I, uh, you know, I don't know. This not game open anywhere. You know, like this isn't the old days where Bob Martin opened the number. So I saw it last night open anywhere from six and a half to eight. By the way, who would take six and a half in this game? But I'm gonna I'm gonna open eight and a half. I'm just gonna be a half a point above the market. See what they want to do with it. But uh, you know, th- this Denver team is just so bad, and you know now you have a divided locker room, and evidently a lot of players in this league did not like uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, we, and, we have learned that, haven't yeah. we? Okay, but you know, you and I talked about this. You know, since he got in the league, however many years, he was like my most feared quarterback. We well, hated you know, betting against. I him. I told you that. Yeah. I yeah. I hate. I need against him every week, and I hate it. You know, and now I don't mind it so much. I mean, that, that was like that was like a personal rule of mine. Yes, it was like yeah. I'm not betting against Russell Wilson yeah. at all. Like, uh, he is that good. I'm not betting against him. I mean, he's at had him. a Hall of Fame career, despite what happens going forward. I still think he's going to be a Hall of Famer, yeah, and deservedly so. I think there's a lot of Gil. You brought it up. We've heard a lot of these stories that he's rubbed, you know, rubbed rub teammates the wrong way. Um, and yeah, I believe that. We just didn't hear that too much in the years past. Well, you don't um, hear it when he's winning. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, also, not everybody can beat Tom Brady, right? Like, we got to remember that, yeah, like, Father Time still is going to win out in most cases. I think the one other thing, just quickly to bring up with Denver, there are, I haven't bet them as much like this this year as I have with Tampa Bay. But, man, those teams are just such dead under teams. Like, they, their defenses are so good, and the offenses are so bad or struggle each week that, man, it's just amazing. Well, I mean, Denver 1-10 to, uh, to the over this year, Tampa 2-9. Two two I mean, these guys are hitting regularly under. A cousin of that for Denver. They fall to 9-2 and two now when they score 18 points in regulation. <laughs> wow. Let's go to the next one. Next up. Still in the early window, uh, we have the Browns at Texans. So the Browns in the uh, in the Jacoby Brissett Yolo game, they outscore the Bucks thirteen to nothing in the fourth quarter in overtime and beat the Buccaneers. Love it. Down ten to seven, Tampa Bay converted a fourth and one at their own thirty-eight with two minutes left in the first half on a Brady sneak. Six plays later, suck up forty-two yarder it was ten to ten. Let's go to the fourth quarter. Fourth and nine at the Tampa Bay 44. Down 17 to 10. 826 left. Fourth and nine at the Tampa Bay 44. Brissett. YOLO game. Perfect pass. Well past the sticks to Amari Cooper. And Cooper flat out drops it. And you're like, oh, my God. Tampa Bay, the yeah. worst team ever, is going to get another win. And all the analytics people are going to be like, see, I told you they were good. Some of us bet over on every Brissett prop. Three and out for Tampa Bay. Then Cleveland three and out, but it backs the Bucks up deep. Then they have to punt. And so the Browns get the ball back with 2.10 left at the Tampa Bay 46. Six-play touchdown drive capped by a Brissette to Najoku 12-yard touchdown pass on fourth and 10. What a catch. One-handed from Najoku. 17 to 17, 32 seconds left. And then the Bucks play it oddly. They don't use their timeout. They have one timeout left. They don't use it, and then they... All of a sudden, then they throw downfield successfully, 
but they left themselves with only a Hail Mary opportunity, so we go to overtime. Very play very strange. Yeah. Overtime, Tampa Bay punt, Cleveland punt, Tampa Bay punt. Cleveland takes over with 245 left. They got to go 71 yards, or at least they uh they do go 71 yards, I should say. They just need to field goal at that point. They went 71 yards. The big play of Brissett to Cooper, 45-yard pass play to the Tampa Bay three. Two plays later with 24 seconds left in overtime. Chubb from the three. Touchdown. Ball game. Cleveland wins at 23-17. Brissett, 23 for 37 for 210. One touchdown, one pick. He was sacked four times. Nick Chubb, 26 for 116 and a touchdown. Deshaun Watson reinstated today. Will be reinstated today. And they're taking on Houston. Houston, seventh straight game with 20 points or fewer. Houston is 1-9-1. The Rams uh, and the uh, and the Broncos desperately trying to catch them for the worst record in football, <laughs> but Houston won't let them. They managed, Houston did. Houston managed just 32 yards through its first 25 plays. Is that good? 32 yards through its first 25 plays. They were outgained 287-32 to in the first half. Kyle Allen, 26 of 39 for 215, one touchdown, two picks. He was sacked five times. Uh, Pierce, Damian Pierce, five carries for eight yards a week after he had just eight yards and a loss to the Commanders. Houston, two of 13 on third down, 14 first downs, 210 total yards, minus two in turnovers. You get it. Cleveland and Deshaun Watson will be six-point favorites on the road at Houston. Well, it's seven. My number's coming to seven and a half with this game. God. But like I said, they had a chance to cover that game yesterday. Houston did. I mean, they had a chance to cover. Um how bad? I mean, you know, did somebody somebody got to stick a mirror under Lovey Smith's nose to make sure he's still alive he on the side. It really, uh, they are. I'm going to really open bad. seven. Like I said, my number's coming to seven and a half. I'm going to open seven. But, you know, Deshaun Watson, I don't know. Hard to root for this guy. We'll get to Miami. I got to talk about something else in that Houston game that happened. It just was so amusing and so sad at the same time. We'll come back. More guessing lines. Looking for value. Numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal is on now. Sign up today to become a VSIN Pro subscriber, and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game, deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. The VEASAN store, a great place to shop for VEASAN sports, betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, it's a limited time, a Cyber Monday offer. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We had tweets at Beating the Book. Patrick at Patty Romp. Tough beat on the uh, minus nine and a half for Kelly Bidlin's Seminoles, but I bet uh, Trey Benson over 99 and a half rushing yards because of his confidence. So shout out to those Knowles. Yeah, yeah, that was the... Uh... That was a fun game. If you were if you were wondering who that who that rowdy guy who maybe had too many drinks at the Aria Sportsbook Bar was waiting for friends, it was me yelling at yelling at the TV. Yeah, we were we were dying because by the way, Florida uh, Florida State ends up winning that by a touchdown. They were up fourteen. Florida came all the way back late, and then Florida State got the uh, go ahead touchdown. And on the on the final drive for Florida, they got it to fourth down, fourth and long, and they there was a late flag for a pi on the Seminoles that bailed out Florida and Brock Osweiler couldn't stop talking the rest of the game about, you can't call that in a rivalry game. (laughs) And I was like, uh, first of all, it wasn't that bad of a call. And what's the difference? And it just like, he wouldn't stop talking about it. I was like, okay, Brock, that's enough of that. That game started in a, and a bull texted me within like five minutes. He's like, who's doing this game? Like, who's this? So I had to look it up and I'm like, Brock Osweiler's doing games now. I like pictured him the rest of the weekend, like telling everybody who would listen. (laughs) Hey, you see that? You can't call that in a rivalry game. (laughs) 
So it's bad. Like the, I feel like it's announcers 101. It's like, here's the, here's a list of 50 cliches you should use every game. Will Hill and I were dying about that all weekend. Like, what are you, what are you, leave it alone. Uh, Trevor Warwick, bets giving props idea tonight. How about Pittsburgh pick six, first score of the game, 34 to one. Remember, it's about winning, not just surviving. Go for the win. <laughs> Quoting me on this here for this, my survival. Or, or we comment. do the, the Parles play of no touchdown in this game. Oh, Parles. That, yeah, would, be a, yeah. that would be a good long shot bet for uh, anybody yeah, way below. The, not the worst game that for that. That might not be the worst thing yeah. in the world. Los Vegas 514. Hey, Gil, thoughts on, uh, oh, yeah. Thoughts on the, uh, I don't know what he's saying here. Brainless, is it? Remember? Oh, Bradless. I don't know what he's saying here. Uh, thoughts on the mannequin tribute to the great Sean Taylor. What what a shameful tribute. They said they were going to have a statue for Sean Taylor. Yeah. And it was like this encased just re- mannequin. Mannequin. Yeah. 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 They, this franchise can do nothing correctly. Yeah, they want to honor a guy like that who deserved it. Who probably, deserved it. You know. What a what a player. What a, a player. player yeah. Couldn't play today though cuz he'd get flagged every second. TJ Stacks, the big hat is the 2022 Urban Sombrero. <laughs> Mike Alvarez, <laughs> this is the greatest hat since the Urban Sombrero. <laughs> Talking about the Brian Robinson. Uh, Goldie Dawn, any chance we could get a Guessing Lines After Dark podcast? We need to hear those little secrets Chrissy won't say on air. Goldie, he's from uh, Australia. Goldie Dawn. Yeah, Judd yeah o- I met him. Nice guy. Oh, Judd O'Connor, I would say the Dolphins did it right with Tua yesterday. You're up 30 and your franchise quarterback got sacked four times in two drives. He is one head hit away from missing the divisional champion push. I completely agree but it almost cost them the cover and they almost had to put him back in. Uh, TJ stacks also says Russell Wilson playing like Russell Peters. Who's a comic. Yes, he is. Let's go. We got, we got games to get to. What do we got next? Sorry. I was looking at the Sean Taylor thing. I didn't see it before. Oh my God. Is that disgusting? It's horrible. It's horrible. Seahawks at Rams, 405 Eastern. How could you be so wrong about everything you do? I don't, I don't know. It's amazing. Is he still the owner, it, by it, the way? I'm looking at a picture, too, of where it clearly was a media op. So it's a glass-encased wire mannequin. Wire. Wire. Just with a jersey, th- the jersey and the uniform thrown over top. And there's like 200 people surrounding. Like, they didn't come here for this. That wow. ain't a statue. What's next? Seahawks at Rams. Earlier. Four or five Eastern. Oh, we're finally in the late games. Okay. Uh, Seattle. Loses to the Raiders in overtime. 28 seconds into the game, Seattle went up 7 to nothing. They kicked off. First play, Carr was picked by Quandre Diggs. Two plays later, Walker in from 12. And you figured, oh, the route is on. Let's go. Nope. Raiders could not be stopped on offense. Raiders up 21 to 24th and two at the Seattle 43 with 42 seconds left in the second quarter. Jacobs for eight. Four plays later, Carlson from 36. Lake, uh, Raiders go into the locker room up 24 to 20. Now down 27 to 24. Raiders have a fourth and one at the Seattle 7, 506 left in the third quarter. And they opt for a Carlson chip shot 25-yard field goal to tie it at 27 to 27. You're like, what are, what are they doing? You're running at will, and you're going to just kick the field goal. All right. Yeah. Those of us who had the Seahawks are like, sure, thanks. Tied 27 to 27, Seahawks driving. Second and fourth, the Raiders 23, 11.54 left. Fumble on the exchange, Raiders recover. Oh, no. Ensuing drive, fourth and maybe an inch at their own 48 for the Raiders with 9.01 left. They decide to pitch it to Jacobs. No sneak, just pitch it. Corralled for a one-yard loss by Cody Barton. Seven plays, 47 yards for Seattle. Smith to Travis Homer for 18. Touchdown, Seahawks. Seahawks up 34-27. This is getting home. Nope. Raiders take over with 5.37 left. Started their own 25. Amazing 28-yard Devontae Adams catch on second and 10. Brought the Raiders into Seattle territory. Six plays later. First end goal at the Seattle 10. Jacobs fumbles. 
but a premature whistle keeps possession for the Raiders. That was the moment Seattle should have won. Premature whistle. Don't you hate premature whistulation? Don't you hate that? Two plays later, Carter Foster Moreau from five out, 34-34, left. Seahawks stopped on the subsequent drive after a DK Metcalf catch was reversed to an incomplete pass. Keelan Colvin tried to uh, Willie Mays the Seahawks punt, and he muffed it, but he landed on it. To overtime we go. So many moments where the Whoa. Raiders could have botched this game. <laughs> Premature whistle, muffing the punt, everything. Nope. Raiders win the coin flip, get the ball. Fourth and two at the Seattle 38 with 6-12 left in overtime. Fourth and two at the Seattle 38. Remember how they, they decided to kick a chip shot earlier when they probably should have gone for it? This one, they're like, no, we'll kick a 55-yarder because what's the worst that could happen? So, of course, Carlson pushes it right, and Seattle's in business. All they need is a field goal. Held to a three and out. Are you kidding me? Raiders start with 432 left at their own 14. They only needed one play. Jacobs, 86 <laughs> yards up the gut to the house. 40 to 34 Raiders ballgame. How many things did the Raiders overcome late in that game to win that? We just named three egregious ones off the top. Premature whistle, muffed punt. Kicking a 55-yarder, didn't matter. Raiders won. Geno, 27 of 37 for Seattle for 328. Two touchdowns, one pick, sacked three times, lost a fumble. Metcalf, 11 for 90. Uh, Kenneth Walker, 14 for 26. Raiders really held him, even though he got two touchdowns. And then there's the Rams. The Rams have lost five in a row, seven of eight since starting two and one. The only moment the Rams had in this game, they were down 23 against the Chiefs. They had a fourth and two at the KC 40, 308 left in the third quarter. Bryce Perkins to 2-2 Atwell for eight. Six plays later, fourth and one at the KC7. First play of the fourth quarter, Perkins to Jefferson, seven-yard touchdown pass, 20-10. to 10. And then Mahomes threw a pick in the uh, Rams' end zone in the subsequent drive, and you're thinking, wait a minute, could this happen? But then Perkins returned the favor two plays later, and the Rams made it 23-10, to 10, and the rest was history. Tw- uh, 13, to tw- 13 of 23 for Perkins for 100 yards, nine carries for 44 on the ground, 13 first downs for the Rams, 198 total yards. They really are a horrific football team, especially without Matthew Stafford. I will say Seattle at the Rams, Seattle minus four and a half on the road. It's anywhere between four and a half and five and a half. My numbers come to six and a half. And like I said, I, I have like a math formula that helps me with my power ratings. The Rams, who I think won the Super Bowl last year. I keep saying that. It's amazing. Are the second lowest rated team in my power rankings. Only Houston has they're, they're, saved them. There's something worse than bad. They're unwatchable. Yeah. That's and, the real crime. Once again, they almost covered yesterday. They came close to covering. You know, big, what was the number, like 15 yeah, or something 15. like that? Yeah. I mean, they're right there. I'm going to open five and a half. Uh, like, I see a four and a half out there. If it wasn't for the four and a half, I would open six. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely stay on the high end here. Uh, boy, this Rams team, you know, it, they're bad. But I want, do want to say with Seattle, I think things are starting to catch up with them a little bit. We had them penciled in early in the season as perhaps the worst team in the NFL. They clearly were not. Uh, but I think things might be catching up with them a little bit. Uh, you know, I think they're kind of coming back to earth. But uh, I still want to stay on the high end. The Rams are just so, so bad. Kelly, let's uh, let's go to KC in Cincinnati. Is that game? Yep. That Chiefs and Bengals, 425 Eastern. Mm. Chiefs are 9-2. and two. The Bengals are 7-4 because we just talked about the Chiefs. They've won 26 in a row now in November and December. 26 in a row. Mahomes was 27-42 for 321. Touchdown, one pick. Four carries for 36. And then there's Cincinnati. We talked about earlier. They beat Tennessee. 
They've won three in a row, five of six, and seven and seven of nine since an 0-2 start. Despite not having Joe Mixon yesterday because he hadn't cleared the concussion protocol, they didn't have Jamar Chase, the reigning AP NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, who missed a fourth straight game. Burrow was 22 of 37 for 270. Higgins was his big target for the second straight week, seven for 114 and a touch. And they overcame nine penalties for 80 yards in their win against Tennessee. This is the game of the week, I would imagine, right? KC at yeah. Cincinnati. I said KC minus three because I didn't know what else it could possibly be. My number's coming to two. It's two and a half everywhere. I mean, I have KC the top of the heap. Yep. But I'll tell you, this Bengal team is really playing well. And they won yesterday. Tough situation without two of their best offensive players. I'm very impressed with this uh with this Bengal team. This is a good, good team. They're, they're, they're going to make a deep playoff run. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see them in the Super Bowl. Said the whole time that, you know, their their schedule is much less favorable than that of the Ravens. And so the Ravens are still the favorite to win that division. I'm not so sure anymore. Not so sure anymore. We'll come back. Still got a quartet of games to get to. Week 13, it's the numbers game at Visa. These sports betting now. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, uh, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Good bets. <laughs> Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Betting splits pages update with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. We got games to get to. I don't know what I like the most so far. Probably Minnesota so far. It's the only one on my account already. No. I know that's shocking to everybody out there. Very shocking. 405 (laughs) Eastern Dolphins at 49ers. All right, Dolphins we talked about. They rolled the Texans, and then they took Tua out appropriately. But then the Texans came back and almost got the cover. Fifth straight win for the Dolphins. Fifth straight. And over that span, Tua, 11 touchdowns and no picks. Is that good? Scored on six of their first seven possessions yesterday against the no-account Texans. Fourth and one at the Houston 12, 419 left in the first quarter. Miami converted two plays later. Tua to Durham Smythe, four-yard touchdown pass, 10 to nothing. Tua was 9 of 13 in the first quarter for 130 and a touchdown. Here's where the game got out of hand. It really was the game was over. 17 to nothing already. A play after a Davis Mills interception uh, by Andrew Van Ginkle. That set up a Miami first and goal. Uh, then a 20 to nothing game. Third and 25 for Houston at their own 11. 5 10 left in the second quarter. Mills to Jordan Akins. Hit by Eric Rowe. Fumbles Xavier Howard 16 yards to the house. 27 to nothing. And the competitive portion of our afternoon was over. <laughs> Two at halftime. 20 of 34 for 278. That's at the half. Here's the uh, stats at the half 287 to 32. In total yards, Miami over Houston, 272 to 19 in passing yards specifically. And Miami was plus two in turnovers. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to point this one point, this one thing out. Down 30 to nothing late in the third quarter, Dare Ogunbowale scores to make it 30 to six and celebrates like it's 1999. He was like, look at me, everybody. All right, all right. You know what? I us- I usually hate on those kind of celebrations, too, but there's only so many times the Texans have had to celebrate a touchdown this year, Gil. Bruh, he's down 24, and he's like, yes. <laughs> he's like shaking his hips. Tua finishes 22 of 36 for 299. One touchdown, no picks. He was sacked four times. Fourth straight game for Tua without a pick. Skylar Thompson entered the game for uh, Tago Vailoa late in the third quarter. 
Hill, 6 of 85. Waddle, 5 for 85. By the way, in the first quarter, Waddle broke Miami's franchise record for the most receiving yards, 1,926. In the first two seasons of a career, what a pick he turned out to be. Plus two in turnovers, the Dolphins end up the game. So they, they, they crush Houston. There's really not anything else to say. San Francisco against New Orleans. We haven't talked about that game. That game was kind of unwatchable, too. Sixth win by 10-plus points for the Niners this year. That's the most in the NFL. They've outscored opponents 57 to nothing in the second half of this four-game win streak. So all the second halves combined of this four-game win streak, San Francisco 57, opponents nothing. They were up three to nothing. They had a fourth and goal at the New Orleans one. San Francisco did with 3.06 left in the second quarter. Garoppolo rushed. It fell short, and you were thinking, well, maybe this is, maybe this is like not going to be San Francisco's day. But it was. And then late, New Orleans had all, all kinds of chances. They were down 13 to nothing, driving second and goal to San Francisco six. Dalton dump off to Camara to the goal line, stuck by Talanoa Ufanga. Ball, ball pops up in the air, scramble recovered by Dre Greenlaw. Then New Orleans had a first and goal to San Francisco four on their next drive. Couldn't score as well. 13-0 final. Garoppolo, 26 of 37 for 222. One touchdown, no picks. He was sacked once. They held New Orleans. San Francisco did to 14 first downs and 260 total yards. They were also plus two in turnovers. Can we just get Jameis Winston in these games now already? Is it okay? I know, right? Make a call, New York. San Francisco leads the NFC West. New Orleans, despite the loss, only a game and a half out of the lead of the NFC South. Uh, I will say, oh, this uh, same thing with the Chiefs. I'll say San Francisco minus three against the Dolphins. This is also a great game. By the way, a few good, really good games this week. Mm-hmm. Jets, Vikings, Chiefs. Who are the Chiefs playing? Chiefs, Chiefs Bengals. Chiefs, Bengals. Eagles. And then, yeah, and then, then but Dolphins and the Niners. I'll say Niners minus three. I didn't know what else to say. It's three and a half pretty much everywhere. I got to tell you, my numbers come to five. Whoa. I still think this Dolphin defense is just horrible. You know, Five. Although, by the way, it was Kyle Allen was the quarterback for Houston yesterday, yeah. not Davis Mills. 4.2 or something like that was his QBR. So, you know, but, you know, they're not playing that. I'm, I'm told they're not playing good. Houston this week. Uh, I I like the higher number. I mean, I, I'm going to open three and a half just because it's not, there's nothing else out there. But if I see it trending higher, I'm going to go higher. I, I like, I like uh, San Francisco in this spot. I think it's a really, really good team. Um, and – you know, listen, I don't want to go too high because I think the back door will be open to a Miami offense that can really score. But I, th- I think the Niners are uh, at least at least three and a half points better than this team. I think you should post the five and see how much Dolphins money you get. <laughs> just you think post, so? Just post it up there and see what happens. Flood of Dolphins money. You think money. so? Are you going to do it? No. No, okay. Didn't think so. But if I see it trending higher in any way, I'm going to go higher. One week, just for a gag. Don't tell Michael. Don't tell anybody. Like maybe week 18, the final week. Just do whatever you want to do. See what happens. Michael, we didn't have that good of a week. (laughs) See how that goes. What's next? Uh, Chargers at Raiders, 425 Eastern. Chargers, 6-1 this season versus teams currently under 500. They're the ultimate bully, as it turns out. Fourth win this season after trailing in the fourth quarter. Chargers get it done against the Cardinals, 25-24. We'll go right to the end. Down 24-17. They take over at the Arizona 36 with 154 left after a 20-yard punt return and a five-yard tack-on penalty for a player out of bounds. Seven-play drive capped by Herbert to Eckler from one out with 18 seconds left. By the way, he just got the ball over. They don't have any timeouts. If he doesn't, if he doesn't get that over, the clock may run out on them at that yeah. point. 
I don't think the announcers made a big enough deal about I, I that. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you know, that could have been over for them. He also but, did, like, the smart stretch, right? It's like the tackle, yes. but, like, protected it enough where it couldn't be stripped. But if he's down there, it's doomsday for yeah. them. But he gets it over. So it's 24 to 23, 15 seconds left. And Brandon Staley, he ain't kicking no extra point. Goes for two. Herbert to Gerald Everett. Easy peasy. Two points. And the Chargers go up 25 to 24. 11 seconds left. Arizona starts at their own 32. All they need is a field goal, but incomplete intended for Robbie Anderson. Incomplete intended for A.J. Green. Ball game. Chargers win it. Get to 6-5. and five. Herbert, 35 of 47 for 274. Three touchdowns. No picks. Four for 38 on the ground. Man, if there's nobody named Patrick Mahomes, this guy would have a chance at an MVP again, quietly. By the way, on that last drive, Herbert was 6 of 7 for 48 yards and a touchdown. They were outgained by Arizona, 366 to 311, 181 to 65 on the ground, but plus two in turnovers, one of which led to a uh, Chargers short field touchdown drive earlier, and that's all they needed. So Chargers, big win and another loss for Arizona. Uh, They're playing the Raiders, you said? Raiders we talked about against the uh, Seahawks. Derek Carr ended up 25 of 36 for 295, three touchdowns, two picks. He was sacked once. Josh Jacobs, 30. If it weren't for the Eagles last night, we'd be talking about Josh Jacobs. 33 carries for 229 yards and two touchdowns, including that 86-yard game winner to the house in overtime. He also caught six passes for 74 yards. That means Josh Jacobs, when you tally it up, which I did, 303 yards from scrimmage. That's the most by any player in the league since Antonio Brown did it in 2015, exceeded that in 2015. By the way, the Raiders ended up with 576 total yards of offense. But I'll say it again, premature whistle on a fumble, muffing a punt at the end, which they landed on, and then the ridiculous decision to kick a 55-yarder, which missed in overtime, the Raiders, in spite of themselves, beat the Seahawks. Chargers at Raiders. I'll split the difference between three and the pick them. I'll say the Chargers... By one and a half on the road, but this is a tough line to make. Yeah, my my numbers come to pick them on this game. It's the Chargers, really two and a half everywhere. I'm going to open two, just stay a little bit below the market. Think about this Charger team, not really playing that well. Look at the last game; it beat Arizona by one. Week before that, okay, they lose to the Chiefs by three. Yeah, that's a good performance. Losing the Niners by six, again, pretty good. Beat the Falcons by three. Lose to the Seahawks, beat the Broncos by three, beat the Browns <laughs> by two. Then you start, okay, they beat the Texans. Yeah, you know. six and one versus teams currently under 500. Yeah, All the, their wins. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I like a lot about this Charger team, but there's a lot I don't like about them, too. I don't want to go crazy on the Raiders either, but I, I thought this game was a solid pick on myself. The Chargers brings up the, the question broadly for the NFL. How many of these teams in the entire league do you really trust? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're what I've barely bet on this year because of exactly what you Chris is You don't trust about. them. Yeah. I mean, and I think those two the two wide receivers that are constantly in and out of the lineup, uh, Williams and Allen, like they matter so much to that passing offense. And it's just been tough to bet on this year. Uh, most passing touchdowns in first three seasons of a career, Dan Marino, 98, Justin Herbert, Herbert 88, Andrew Luck, 86, Peyton Manning, 85. You know, you're talking about Plinko. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this would be a game to me, maybe you don't want to take the points. Take the money line. I mean, because this is going to be a toss-up. So what are you going to get, plus 110 or something like that? Yeah. Or maybe 115. 
You know, I, I, this would be a money line play. I think it's, this is a complete pick to me. Uh, it's, this league has never been more Plinko than it is right now. I, I'll update my percentages on what I think the Plinko percentage is at this point after the break. And we got the primetime games to get to as well. And then we'll tell you what we like most. First impressions. Week 13, National Football League right here at Visa. Boy, when people get the uh, VEASAN++ subscription, the stuff they'll learn off air, just amazing. Just amazing <laughs> subscription. Mm-hmm. How much is that a month, Kelly, the, the plus, plus, plus? Well, you can Venmo me directly. Oh. It, reach out to me, and then the, the price uh, varies depending on who you Did are. Did you have that recorded, That uh, what we were talking <laughs> about? Hopefully not. Good stuff. Um, okay, should we get the primetime games first, then we'll do the pro tip and all that stuff? Sure, sure. Let's do that. Uh, right. Sunday night, Colts at Cowboys. All right, Colts, sight unseen. Colts play the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight. Once again, I got nothing on it. Kelly's got nothing on it. You said under or nothing for you? <clears throat> under or nothing. We got to come and up. I said I might even be watching NBA on that TV instead. Yeah, but this is our bets giving chance here, man. We got a we got a puncher's well, chance. Well, that's actually a good point. We got a puncher's chance, man. We got we especially whatever prop we're going to dig up to. Yeah, you're right. Where, be, uh, this will be on a TV. Tonight. Where can one locate bets giving standings? I'm asking for a friend. Um, via your daily Bill eighty e- email. Thank you. <laughs> Again, questions I should ask off air, not on air. <laughs> We're I, in fourth. No, no, I know they come in that email. We're, I don't know if they're anywhere else. We're in fourth place. We're in fourth place. All right. Dave Tooley in first. Dave Tooley in first. Dave Tooley in first. Who's in second and third? Don't remember. Dave Tooley in first. Human second. And is, is it Greg Peterson third, John? Greg Peterson. Because he, he was on the draw with us on Humans Friday. Human second, Peterson in third. We're in fourth. All right. See what we can do. Um, Indianapolis at Dallas. Again, Indianapolis sight unseen. They played tonight. Dallas played on Thanksgiving. Remember, they beat the Giants, but didn't cover. The Giants backdoored them. Dak, 21 of 30 for 261. Two touchdowns, two picks in that game. CeeDee Lamb, 6 for 106. Schultz, 4 for 31, two touchdowns. Cowboys were great on third down. They were 7 of 11. They were minus 2 in turnovers, won that game. And as is now becoming a Thanksgiving tradition for the Cowboys, 13 penalties for 86 yards. That's 27 penalties for the Cowboys. That's going to hurt them in the playoffs. I have no question. There'll be a big penalty in the playoffs that's going to hurt them. Well, hopefully the playoffs aren't on Thanksgiving because 27 penalties in the last two Thanksgiving games for the Cowboys. I'll say Cowboys by 7.5 again, sight unseen for the Colts. More than a touchdown, though. Oh, yeah. It's it's nine and nine and a half. My numbers come to eight. You know, I, I kind of like the Colts tonight a little bit. Let's not forget, this team had a lot of buzz at the beginning of the year. Clearly had some problems, you know, whether it's coaching, quarterback, whatever. I don't know if Saturday injected some life into them or not. I don't know. You know, it's too early to tell. But I, th- I still think the Colts have a, you know, I don't know about a run in them or anything like that. But I think they may be a little better than advertised. You know, I'll open nine. I see it nine and nine and a half. I'll be on the lower end of it. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens tonight. But I think the Colts may, may be one of those teams that has a strong uh, second half of the season. Well, Chris, I don't know if you're interested, but I got some Colts minus 125 to win the AFC South tickets available if you're interested. I'm not that interested. <laughs> All right, Monday night, Saints at Bucks. By the way, a couple tweets here. J.C., Cheese bomb underscore lamp. Michael White, instant classic. Birdie, Allen, not Mills, quarterback for the Texans. Did I say Mills earlier? You did. Oh, sorry. Ryan Thompson, I was in Vegas for rodeo week a few years back and enjoyed telling people I was out there roping. Nobody <laughs> bought it, Kelly. Feel free to steal that bit, though. No, no, see, that's the whole idea, though. You sit at the blackjack table and you just get into conversations about Oh, here we go. Things. Yeah, and then Dave Tooley in first, Matt Humans in second, Peterson in third, and uh, Kelly, we're in fourth, buddy. 
up a whole six dollars. We should probably point out to people that uh, we had the under in the game last night, and uh, yeah, well, we did. We had the under the Eagles Packers game. That was my call. We thought Kelly thought that they meant first half. That's what you thought. Uh, yeah, that's what you I thought. thought. It was a wacky first half. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got a chance. Okay, no. What was the Monday night game? Saints at Bucks. Saints at Bucks. Can we see seriously? Why is Jameis Winston not playing? Dalton, eighteen of twenty-nine for two hundred four. Saints didn't score. They only had 14 first downs, 260 total yards. They were minus two in turnovers. Get shut out by the Niners. And then the Bucks we talked about earlier. Five and six and in the lead in the NFC South. Half game lead over the Falcons. One game lead over both the Panthers and the Saints. So this right here is an NFC South barn burner. Tampa, Let's go. Tampa Bay, um, the entire NFC South, as we mentioned, sub 500. Seven straight games for the Bucks and Tom Brady with 22 points or fewer. Brady yesterday, 29 of 43 in defeat for 246. Two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked three times. Godwin, 12 for 110 in a touchdown. They had nine penalties for 70 yards. Uh, Tampa Bay, minus four. Uh, you're dead on. Uh, I do see a three and a half out there, but four mostly. This game opened six and six and a half last night and has been steadily bet on New Orleans. I got to tell you, my numbers come to six and a half. I don't like my number better. This is one of those deals where going into yesterday, I really liked Tampa Bay. You know, I thought they had a you know a nice performance in Germany. You had some time off. Tom Brady going to, you know, set the world on fire the second half of the season. Like the uh, Belichick always said, football doesn't really start till after Thanksgiving. And I thought that was going to be the case here with the Bucks. Hor- terribly disappointed in the way they played. So I am no longer a believer, but I, I'm going to have to readjust this power rating a little bit uh, because I definitely like the four better than my own number. So I'm going to open it four. But there's a three and a half out there, but I, I like I think four is a good place to start. I hear you with the Bucks, Chris, and I, like this is another one. I think I might go back to the under on. I mean, this number keeps getting shorter and shorter, but sitting at 40 right now. Yeah. So I think I like Minis- – based on the lines, I think I like Minnesota and Atlanta the best. I also – I also just like Washington under three against the Giants. I still like them. But I will say this, you know, <clears throat> this is one of these weeks, and I think these are going to be, this is going to be the rule moving forward. You know, I always, I've always called on, on betting dork, on beating the book, on a numbers game. I've always called the NFL betting Plinko. It's the tribute to the old Price is Right game where the little metal chip or disc yeah. falls on the rungs, bang, 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 and at the very end it ends up in a slot. And ATS, that's kind of how it is. And so I used to say this to Las Vegas Chris. I'm like, look, this this is Plinko, man. And he used to correct me and say, no, it's a certain percentage of games are Plinko, but there's a there's a there's a percentage that are not. And, and the best you can identify those games that are not, the better off you'll be. That sounds great in theory, but I will say that this year, I feel like the percentage of Plinko games has ratcheted way up. Now I haven't done some scientific study on this, but there's a bunch of these games where I'm like, because again. Yesterday, I won on Washington, and I won on Cleveland. Now, I could go around beating my chest about either of those two, but I think any reasonable mind would know I could have just as easily lost, maybe should have lost both of those. I also, like, I can name five losses in the last three weeks. Cowboys on Thanksgiving, ATS. The two 14-point leads I had with both the Cowboys and the Bears a couple weeks back. The Hackett game against, you know, I had the Broncos against the Raiders. The Jets game with a near walk-off punt. Did I have business losing five of those? Any of them? So I just I, maybe I'm just landing on all of them. 
but it just appears that so many more of these games, you kind of are left with the feeling, I had nothing to do with that outcome. Well, even, you know, you look at the numbers this week, you know, you have, you know, we have one game that's eight and a half, the Ravens against, you know, the horrible Broncos. The Browns are seven against the Texans. Again, you know, a horrible, horrible team. Cowboys nine. Cowboys are playing, uh, you know, good football. Other than that, I mean, the numbers are telling you this game's going to go down to the wire. Mm-hmm. And we got games that are, one, you know, uh, I got three games, one and a half, a, a game that's two, a game that's two and a half. Got a three out there. I mean, every game is going to come down to the wire. That's just the way this league is constructed. And that's why, even though both big favorites yesterday covered, both big dogs, the two worst teams on my power rating scale both had a chance to cover. Houston and? And the Rams. And the Rams. Boy, the Rams are terrible. I can't believe what's happened to that team. But they have no players left. Well, and there's a lot of these. We don't know about Stafford next right. week. We don't know about Fields. We don't know about Rodgers versus Love. Mm-hmm. So that's the other sort of layer to this. We're finding out about the quarterbacks later and later. The Bears taking it to the very end of it all. Uh, let me say one more thing. Please. When guys bet uh, season win totals, when you're betting over, just keep this in mind. You, you, they're priced for perfection. You're assuming no big quarterback injuries, no coaching change. No, you know, that's why the wise guys usually bet under on season win totals, usually. And, you know, the public usually bets over. But keep that in mind. You're, you're, they're priced for perfection. It's a good pro tip. We didn't choose it as a pro tip, but it was a good pro yeah. tip. Let's see if you veto that in your back pocket. Let's see if you veto this pro tip again this hour. <laughs> With teams like the Chargers who seem to play every game close, just play the money line instead of laying the points if they're laying under three. What do you think about that? You like that? Uh, I, I think I'd rather take the money line. <laughs> That's your pro tip for the hour. Chrissy's vetoed both of them today. We do one every hour on Visa across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for Visa Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. We've done all we can do for Chrissy Andrews. By the way, I became very used to that cowboy ad. I think I look pretty good with this. You look like styling, man. Styling and profiling. Kelly Bidlin, Skill Alexander, thanks for listening. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. 
No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.